Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode number 92. Today we are talking about you and your business and your relationship with yourself and how that translates to your relationship with your business. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. So welcome everybody to uh, the latest episode of the podcast, and we are talking about a uh, a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and I am talking about this from our uh, let's see, our, um, our temporary abode um, while we are getting ourselves settled here in the Cleveland area. And I'm very excited. Lots of crazy, amazing things going on. Um, and it's, uh, it's going to be so much to share and so much that you're going to see as, um, as the weeks go by and we get things uh, squared away over here. And so... Um, but you know, part of what we do and and people ask me, Hey, Michelle, how do you do it all? And one of the, you know, I have to tell you, as we dive into this, um, about you and your business and, and being an owner operator and that sort of thing. I mean, one of the ways that I do so much is that I decide to, (laughs) which I know sounds really odd, but you know, there, I spend a lot of time thinking about my, my clients. And I was talking with, um, I was talking with some coaching buddies of mine and, they were having they were having moments of doubt that we all have when we start our business and and they were feeling really badly because they were just in all of this confusion and drama about their target audience and I was like you just gotta love your clients into existence and I have to tell you I it is I mean it's like such a privilege to work with my clients they're doing so many amazing things. And what I love to be able to do is to respond to what they need in the marketplace. And it's amazing. It's absolutely, it's truly amazing. And, you know, as an example, um, we are starting, starting next week for the, for the power group participants, I'm doing an intro to HACCP. So this is for people who are not USDA. So we have the USDA HACCP and, um, and that's a, the meat and poultry HACCP is a great course. We have people sign up for it every week um, and you learn a ton and you write your HACCP. Uh, but it's become really clear to me that the online intro to HACCP courses that are out there and there are a ton, right? And I haven't, I haven't done one um, because there are so many, there's so much other competition out there. But, you know, the intro to HACCP course that I'm going to do is all about... Um, doing a HACCP plan really for you to get your SQF because if you're FDA um, and you need a HACCP plan, you either need juice HACCP. So we're going to talk about juice HACCP. There are a ton of people getting into juicing. Well, I mean, they have been, but in sort of a more sustainable and local way. So you need juice HACCP. So that's one set of people, but really mostly everybody else is trying to get their, their SQF or their GFS, other GFSI certification. And the HACCP courses out there don't really talk about how to integrate preventive controls in HACCP so that you have a food safety plan 
to take into your audit that works. And we're and and I mean that's going to be a lot of the focus of the class. So if you're interested in getting into the power group, by all means book a call. Um, I'll post uh, I'll post the the link in the comments here. I'll go do that right now before I forget. And it's um. It's going to be a really amazing class. It starts next week. It'll all be pre-recorded. I'll be offering it as a class, but you're really going to want to get into this as um, live uh, just because you, you're going to get access to me every day next week and for, for, for however long it takes me to teach the class, which should be about 12 meetings. And imagine, I mean, imagine what it's going to be like taking a practically personal HACCP class with me, guys. It's going to be amazing. So I really want you to consider signing up, um, book a call, and we'll um, come on into the power group, and that's how you're going to get access to that. I will tell you that if you are a veteran, I do offer this um, at a price of pay what you uh, think it's worth, uh, and I really do mean that. So if you're a veteran, I really want you to book a call and get on the horn with me, and let's talk about your dreams and what you want um what you want in your business um and you can come into the power group for a price of pay which you think it's worth now for everybody else you know this is the as the 5k for 90 day offer um and this you know it's so amazing that i i have i am able to offer a money back guarantee on this because i believe in the process so hard um, and the feedback that I'm getting is so amazing. Hey, Dr. P, you've got everything right there. Like, I think somebody said that to me about the SOPs yesterday. <laughs> and so that is, I mean, and that's what it's, you know, like, that's really what it's all about. It's really, a, it's really about providing everybody with the tools that they need to be successful in their business. It is, it is aimed at owner operators. Um, and it's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast today for owner operators, because what we really work on and what I work on with everybody is the foundations of your business. Okay. And the foundations of your business are built on your relationship with yourself. Now we talk about foundations as wealth and community and compliance. And those are the foundations of your business. But guys, I didn't come up with wealth and community and compliance because I wanted to, because it sounded catchy. I mean, really, truly explaining wealth, community and compliance, and it brings freedom and opportunity. That's like, I mean, it's fun for me, but it's not necessarily, you know, like the easiest sell out there, right? I mean, you've really got to get it at an intuitive level. And those are my people, are the people who are looking for freedom and opportunity through their businesses, and other people are not. They're looking for other things, and those are not the people that I meant to serve, and that's totally okay. But I came up with, I, I, I understood wealth and community and compliance in my own life long before I brought it to coaching and to consulting and to building food businesses. See, I figured out that these three pillars are what bring me opportunity. Um, and I figured it out with my clients when they were talking about, hey, you know, like really what I want to do is go on vacation. And I know I've said on the podcast before that the metric that I, I only care about a couple of metrics, like literally two in my business, profitability and did everybody go on vacation? I have yet to have anybody say, oh, yeah, you're right. Those really are the two that matter, huh? 
you know, like I think there's another metric. So this, um, the, and I'm going to go on to a little tangent right here about metrics. Cause you know, what matters cre creates your metrics and, but it's, it's a re it's a, it's a cycle. Okay. You measure, um, and then you make that what matters. Okay. And if you decide what to measure badly, things go very, very badly. I mean, for heaven's sakes, just look at Wells Fargo. And if you are unfamiliar with that, we can talk about it on uh, the proving box on, on, on Facebook. But there was a, so, so thinking about what metrics are important, I'm, I want you to think about, there was a company like five or so years ago, okay, that um, he, was a, he was a credit card processor out in Seattle. And he, um, he made headlines because he decided to pay everybody the same wage. And, and the CEO took, took himself from a couple hundred thousand dollars a year down to uh, $70,000 a year. And he paid, he decided to pay everybody $70,000 a year. Now it turns out a living wage in Seattle is actually closer to $77,000 a year. So I'm um, not sure what happened with that, but he said, you know, there was a metric that I didn't even know I wanted to measure. And the metric was after he after he made sure everybody made seventy thousand dollars a year, in a company of about two hundred employees or something, in the five years, forty babies were born. Four zero babies were born. And people said it was because they were finally financially comfortable enough to have children. Okay, and he's like, you know what? There are a lot of ways I can measure my company, but that's the most meaningful. Okay, they and uh, in terms of profitability, they grew by an order of magnitude. So they had a couple of big people leave, uh, um, but they had 40 babies born and they grew by an order of magnitude. Now I want you to ask yourself as we think about the topic for today, which is you and your business, about how secure that guy must be um, in his business and what he is willing to do for his business to do that. He had to move back home to his parents' basement, which could not have been easy. <laughs> right. And on, on, on him or his parents. Right. Um, and I don't know if he's still living there and I'm not saying you got to go to those levels of extremes or go to the level of extreme where you like pick your family up and move to the other end of your time zone. Like I just did, but when you are committed, when you are deeply committed to the business, it comes from this foundation of, of who you know yourself to be and who you know yourself to be comes from sitting down and thinking about it a lot. So, you know, I think about who I am in the working world. I think about what I want to make in the world and the difference that I want to make and all of that good sort of stuff multiple times a day, multiple times a day. Like I do this process when I, when I get off the phone with um, sales clients, right? And I'm every successful entrepreneur out there, and I guess the cat's gonna join us for the, for the podcast today. Um, so if you're on the proofing box, come watch the video and you can say hi to the food safety cat. This is Kobe, he's 19, and we basically let him do what he wants. Um, and so we, um, when you're that deeply committed to your business and you're that deeply committed you evaluate yourself. Okay. And that's really where I want to start today's start today's podcast in the meat of today's podcast, if you will, is in 
and understanding where you are right now with the foundations of your business and your life. What are the things that you've built your life on? And do you want to bring them into the future? Okay, two and a half years ago, I realized that some of the things that I had built my life on were not things that I wanted to bring into the future. Constantly chasing and, and efforting and being kind of crazy about growing the business and, and that sort of thing is absolutely not what, how I wanted to, how I wanted to, um, be in the world. And I, and I woke, like I, I quote woke up, I was actually driving at the time and realized, wait a minute, it doesn't wait, it doesn't have to be like this. And so from that point on, I've really been looking at the foundations of myself um, and the foundations of my business and how they are intertwined and how do I want to grow and scale and, and be the person the universe is calling me to be. Because I'm growing this coaching and consulting business, you know, kind of aside from the lockers, I am growing it into a $75 million business. And I am, I have a pretty good idea about how I'm going uh, to do that so that we can create the change in the local food or, um, business and local um, food industries worldwide. Uh, but in order to do that, I have to burn the boats, right? I can't make a $75 million business from the business that I have right now. I won't make it from the $10 million business that I'm building. When you are committed to building the business that you want in the future, it requires obliterating everything that you are right now. And I know that's really hard, but that's, you know, that's the truth. The, where, what got you where you are now is not going to get you to where you want to be in the future. And so then the question becomes, and as I ask my clients and, and, and work on myself and work in the business, what in those foundational, in those pillars of wealth and community and compliance, what has to change? Um, and where, where is it going to change? And how is it going to change? And who am I going to be in that change? And one of the things I really realized this week is that my wealth is predicated on me living into my intention in the world, okay? And my intention in the world is to be light and vision, okay? If you spend any time with me at all, and I mean, even listening on this podcast, and by the way, thank you to all our new viewers. Join us on the proofing box. We got a whole bunch of new viewers this past week, which is awesome. So, um, you can see and, and, and you talk to people and the vision that I bring for, the, for sustainable food and local food economies and how communities can build themselves up through food and become sustainable through food and food production um, is pretty much like nobody else, right? Um, the locker, I mean, you know, people are, people are flabbergasted at the beauty of that vision and so that's really who I am in the world. And the light is always about shining a light on, on truth, okay? And, and understanding 
that when we tell ourselves the truth, when we look in the dark corners that we might not want to see, uh, it might be painful, but we can, we can live through it. And, and that all of those emotions, those emotions really, they're not going to kill us. Okay. Even though sometimes it feels like they will, you know, I promise you, I, I understand it really feels like those emotions are going to be the end of it all, but it's really not true. Your emotions are not the end of it all. And so as I was writing this week, I figured out that there, that within the wealth pillar, there are really three things that create the result of wealth in my life. Being in my intention of light and vision and sleep. Like I'm totally serious. I had this super big insight to my own self that when I am sleeping well, that's when I function well. And, you know, I mean, that sounds really, you know, sort of uh, obvious, I would say. Um, but, I, you know, y'all have already heard me say sleep is my number one priority. But I really didn't recognize it as a pillar of my own wealth um, until this week. And so I've been focusing on it really pretty hard. And then so then that brings us to community, you know. When I talk to people and I ask them to rate themselves on a scale of one to 10 about their own community, the questions are always, you know, how is your relationship with your supply chain and your demand chain and, and your stakeholders and all of that sort of stuff. And that is incredibly important. You know, in local food, we pretty much are our relationship with our supply chain. Um, and I want you to ask yourself, how is that foundational relationship with your supply chain? And are you being the person the universe is calling you to be with your suppliers? Okay. Or are you constantly trying to niggle your suppliers um, or pay them late? Or, you know, I, I mean, there's, there's, there are a lot of people who do whatever they can to do net 90 for suppliers. Um, not realizing that that's really quite painful to this, or maybe they do, and maybe that's just your economic reality, but what can we do to change that conversation, frankly, because it's killing a lot of people, it's killing a lot of farmers, all right? And so then the question becomes about compliance. Once you have your own, your own, like how you understand wealth in your life, and then how you understand your community in your life, then the question becomes around compliance or your systems, right? Because if your whole business exists in your head, it's worth nothing to nobody but you. And you're never going to be able to sell it, okay? And, and that's a crying shame. That is truly a crying shame. Because we're building businesses to build assets, okay? And those assets, we have business assets and we have personal assets. And I have talked pretty much ad nauseum about the business assets, the six business assets, and you can find tons of stuff out there about, about that. Um, or if you have questions, just come out of the proofing box and I'll, I'll answer your questions. But your personal assets, the five personal assets that drive your life are your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, the products of your life, okay? So your degrees, um, your, um, the things that, you know, like the, the tangible things that you have. Um, and that's kind of intertwined with the, um, the capital in your life, how much money you have and how much stuff you have that can be traded for money. Um, okay, those are the things on which you build your life. 
And all of those things translate into your business. But if it's a hot mess on the personal side, your business is going to suffer. And y'all know that, um, you know, if your own house is not in order, your business cannot be in order. And I urge you this week to take a look at that. How is your relationship with yourself? Do you like yourself? If you tried to quiet your mind for like three minutes and do a walking meditation, do you like the person that's in there? Okay. If you don't, please book a call. Let's talk about that because that, you know, building a business out of a sense of lack and a sense of um, things being better rather than from doing amazing things right now is a very painful way forward. Ask me how I know this. Now, for, for, for many businesses, it's a very necessary part of the way forward, but it doesn't always have to be like that, right? Um, but I really do ask, I mean, really ask yourself, are the things that you do things that build your own trust in you? Uh, okay, are you showing up for yourself? You know, whether you're losing weight or training for a marathon or scaling your business, are you taking the next most goal enhancing step or are you like pretending to take that step and quitting on yourself ahead of time? It's really hard to be the person you want to be and to build the business you want to build if you quit on yourself ahead of time. Okay. Really shine a light on that relationship. And I know it's hard. Uh, I get it, but that's what the coaching is for. Just come on into the power group and we'll meet a half an hour every week. And we can talk about all of this. Shine a light on that sort of stuff. It won't kill you. And it'll, it makes things a lot. Um, it'll be unpleasant. I promise. Um, but it, you'll learn to deal with it and you'll be so much stronger as a result. So then the next question is, is your relationship with others? How's the foundation of your relationship with others? Uh, your relationship with others is completely predicated on your thoughts that you think about them. Okay, nobody has to change in order for you to be happy. Nobody at all has to change. That is truly the long way around. If, if I could make everybody else change to make you happy, I would wave a wand and I would do it. But then you know what that means? That means you would have to change to make somebody else happy. And then all of a sudden we recognize how changing other people to be happy is not how that works, okay? That all being said, we do have to live in a world with other people. And the question is, is how are you relating to those? How are you relating to those people? And is, is that sort of relationship making you feel good? Okay. So those are the first two assets. Those are truly the key, the key assets, the products of your life, the degrees that you do have, um, the, the businesses that you have built, all of that sort of stuff. Those are um, based on your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others. Your ability to sit down and put things to process and live within those processes and live within the boredom of having processes uh, 
has a lot to do with your relationship with yourself. Uh, okay. It has a lot to do with the relationship, you know, with the person with whom you execute processes, you know, like we have family finances. I execute them with Andrew. Right. And our ability to execute our decisions, to make decisions and to execute them is, is, is dependent on how well we're talking with each other and, and, and how much we trust ourselves so that we can trust the other person. Okay, and then of course the products and the processes really do lead to the capital in your life, the actual measurable dollar value of wealth. What does that look like for you? And if you want that to change, if you want to get out of debt, if you want to make more money, you got to realize where you are right now. And I highly recommend you take assets one through four and use them as a flashlight on the the, the, the capital results that you have, how much money you have in the bank. It's a direct result of your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, and the products and processes of your life. Uh, okay. You bring all of that to your business. And the question is, is are you willing to do the work on yourself in order to make those um, assets that are in your life translate to your business and then create the business assets. And the business assets are, of course, tremendously the same. Um, I just split out into, it splits out into like employees and then external stakeholders because they are some different relationships. But you can bring all of these assets into your business and really create the business that the universe is calling you to create, <laughs> you know, that is, and that's a beautiful thing. And we're all called to do different things. Um, and that's really what makes local food and sustainable ag so enticing is the number of different people doing the number of different things. Right. And it's all based on trusting yourself being, you know, like being successful and, and making sustainable food successful. It's based on, all these owner operators really trusting themselves and having their own back. All right. That's what I got for the podcast today. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. If uh, you haven't joined us on the proofing box, join us over there on the proofing box. Just type it into the search bar on Facebook and I will see you on the inside. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to join us in The Proofing Box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.